another episode of Cancer with Craig, Managing Your Illness as a Project. I'm Kirk Faulkner, and with me is Mr. Craig Faulkner. Good to be here. Hey, it's good to be back in San Diego. Yeah, you were uh, uh, on the road there for a little while. On the road. It was the first road trip in almost a year. Wow. Marilyn and I drove up to Utah and had a great trip, but it's always good to be back in San Diego. Now, if I recall, you're not really supposed to be taking road trips right now. Well, I'm breaking a few rules. I'm still not supposed to be out in the public. True. Um, but you I, look good. Well, so. well <laughs> I'm not supposed to be on airplanes. So we drove up there uh-huh. and we broke up the trip. We drove to St. George. We stayed overnight. Then we uh, went up to Provo. I will say we drove, when we drove home, we drove all the way in, in one shot. Yeah. But it, it turned out good. I mean, no problems. Good. You got to see some of the other kids. Got to see uh, Allison. We did a podcast up there. Yeah, where she uh, accused me of being the one who steals the spotlight <laughs> and then proceeded to talk about herself for a half hour. <laughs> oh, now, 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 now. And we saw Blake, so yeah. we had a good time. And all in all, it was a great trip. That's great. Any big news in the fight against the multiple myeloma? A couple of big things happened in the last few weeks that we'd be fun to talk about. Let's see, I'm at day 75 or so from my stem cell transplant. The big thing we're pushing for is day 100. They want you to go 100 days on limited contact and being out in the public in large groups and, you know, other various things, you know, going out to eat, that type of thing. And I've been pretty good at most of those, obeying most of those rules. Although, because I am feeling pretty good, I have been breaking some of them, which you pointed out. The last week and a half, I had a bone marrow biopsy, which is a procedure where they actually go down in your hip. They take a a plug of your bone and they also extract some bone marrow to see what the uh, cancer count looks like. So we had a bone marrow biopsy where they go down and they take a bone marrow sample uh, to determine whether or not there is any myeloma or cancer in the bone marrow. And the great news is it came back negative. That's awesome. Which is a good thing. Negative is a good thing, which means there's no cancer in the bone marrow. It was kind of an interesting little experience that I had when I got that news. I thought, oh, well, that's good. And Marilyn thought, that's great. And the reason I probably wasn't as excited about it I mean, I was, obviously, I was excited about it. Of course, that's a positive thing. But where my mind went was, okay, well, that's half of the equation is where is the myeloma count in my blood? And of course, Mm -hmm. Marilyn understood that, but I chose to kind of interpret uh, or accept uh, that information eh, with a little less enthusiasm because I know that my myeloma count, which is measured by a thing called the M-spike, still is not down to zero, which is what the doctors are pushing for. Now, before you get the results from a test like this back, how are you feeling? Like, how much anxiety are you feeling just like, say, the day that you're getting your test results back? I'm not feeling a lot of anxiety. I've had so many blood tests. Mm -hmm. I've had so many results back. I'm really not wrought up a lot. You obviously are on edge, maybe just a little bit, but it probably would be silly for me to say there isn't a little bit of angst, but... It's nothing that really kind of keeps me up at night worrying about it. Yeah. I'm just wondering if maybe because you've gotten your mind set to be ready for bad news or to be ready for anything that comes up, if when you do get good news, like that your bone marrow test comes back negative, if you're in a state where 
you're so ready for bad news or you're ready for anything to come at you that, you know, you still are focused on the bigger picture and don't get as much of a chance to celebrate the smaller little victories? I think that's very accurate. I think that's well stated that I probably am a little bit jaded towards the news. And thank goodness that I've got Marilyn there that can kind of kick me in the pants and say... She's looking for any good news she can get. <laughs> yeah, let's celebrate the good news. Yeah. It is great news, and my M spike is going down slowly over over a period of time, and it's not like it just falls down to zero immediately. Right. So... Well, that's great. Um, I know that uh, you have a new general practitioner you were telling me about. I do, yeah. We were talking about my new GP. Uh, his name is Dr. Ackerman, a great guy. And interestingly enough, I had a good GP, but he wasn't in the UCSD network. He was in the Scripps network, so I changed. It's just so much easier to work with a general practitioner that's in your network mm -hmm. of physicians that you're working with. And that's why I made the change. And Dr. Ackerman is... Uh, Older gentleman, he's actually 70 years old. And one of the reasons why I connected with him was not only was he in my network, but he is just six months ahead of me with his diagnosis and treatment of multiple myeloma. So interestingly enough, yeah. he has the same disease I have. And he went through a stem cell transplant six months earlier than I have. And he's going through, in fact, his oncologist is my oncologist. Dr. Ball. So we mm -hmm. have the same disease, the same oncologist wow. in the same network. <laughs> and so it's been really interesting talking to him. I go to him once every six to eight weeks. And I just had an appointment with him actually this last week. And it was interesting because a couple of things were interesting. Number one, I think most everybody knows I've lost all my hair. A little fuzz is coming back. Yeah. Very little, but it is coming back. And I actually, I mentioned uh, to you this morning, Kirk, I am enjoying being bald uh, just a little bit more than what I thought I would uh, enjoy. Well, you're enjoying it so much that you got something pretty cool in the mail today. That's right. <laughs> in fact, we'll put a picture of that up as the uh, picture for this episode. Yeah, exactly. Do you want me to say? Yeah, go ahead. Go Craig, ahead. Craig got his very own, I don't know if you've seen the, the show Breaking Bad, but he got his very own Heisenberg hat. It looks... <laughs> Is it the exact same hat it from is. the show? It oh, is. it's great. Yeah, so for those of you who know what it is, uh, you g can enjoy the picture. And for those of you who don't, you'll see what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I was talking to uh, Dr. Ackerman. His hair, and when, again, he's six months ahead of me. He's got a full head of hair. It's white, and it's really curly. And I said... So was your hair always that curly? And he laughed. He said, no, no. He said, I've never had curly hair. He <laughs> said, it's been wavy, but not curly. And I mean, it is full on yeah, a very thick head of hair that's white and curly. Yeah. So are you hoping that your hair comes back in an afro? A white afro. white afro. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> no, I'm actually hoping that my uh, hair comes back thick and blonde. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, uh, Frankie just came in the room with a ball, and he looks like he wants to go out and play a little bit. How's, uh, how's Frankie been as a recovery dog? He's been a great dog. He's been very patient with me when I don't feel like getting up, throwing the ball to him or taking him. Uh, he relaxes. And I don't know. I don't think you could ask for a better dog. Yeah. 
to go through recovery. Oh, you know, I wanted to mention one other thing that I thought was interesting as a result of my meeting with Dr. Ackerman. We were talking a little bit about the illness and his experience and journey and my experience and journey. And he shared, I wish I could remember the uh, philosopher, but a 16th century philosopher that said, make friends with your trials in life. And we talked a little bit about how important it is when you have any kind of illness, especially a terminal illness like this, that you can either fight it or you can make friends with it. And um, not that you obviously just roll over and don't do anything, but it becomes something that you embrace and that you learn from, that you have positive because you are learning and are progressing in life, that it becomes a friend instead of an enemy. When you think about enemies when you think about people that you're mad at it's a lot of negative energy yeah a lot of negative energy and, and nothing good comes from negative energy and when you think about friends and the and the positive things that comes from friends even though you can have tough times with friends you can have disagreements with friends but a true friendship is always uplifting is always something that you look forward to if a trial becomes like a friend, someone that you become really familiar with and you learn kind of how to deal with that yeah. uh, friend, it becomes much more rewarding and interesting to deal with. Yeah. So I think that that is a, an interesting concept. I like that. I, you know, I, I think of a friend as somebody who accepts you and your friend is you know, somebody that you accept. And if you accept your trials, you save yourself all of the energy that you were going to spend denying that you even had them or trying to avoid them. And you can use that energy to you know, solve the problems at hand rather than sitting around denying yeah. that you even have a trial to begin with. Yeah, and that's maybe why I responded a little bit the way I did when I got the results for my bone marrow biopsy. I understood about this friend that I have multiple myeloma, that there are really two main things that I need to be concerned about, keeping cancer out of my bone marrow, but also eradicating the cancer from my blood. Right. So I don't want to overlook that part right. of the friendship. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like it's been an eventful week, but uh, good progress being made. It has. The other thing that came as a result of my meeting with Dr. Ackerman was we talked a little bit about my back. Mm -hmm. And I have mentioned in previous podcasts that I've had some trouble with my back. I had my L3 vertebrae collapse. I'm having, you know, some pain in my back. And of course, one of the interesting things about this cancer is, at least for me, is it makes me keenly aware, I'm keenly aware of any aches or pains I have. Not because they bother me so much. I mean, they do, they bother me, but because I'm paranoid, a little paranoid mm -hmm. about what an ache and pain can turn into right. in the case of my vertebrae, a collapsed vertebrae. And so it's something that I really, really have to stay on top of. As a result of my meeting with Dr. Ackerman, we decided to go ahead and take another MRI of my spine because I've been having some uh, pain and stiffness above my L3. 
And so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But uh, you're still waiting on the uh, MRI results. We haven't actually taken the MRI. Okay, that will happen here in another week or two. So we'll report back on that. But all in all, it's been a great summer. It's been a summer of recovery. Mm -hmm. It's been a summer of. It's been hot. It has been a hot summer. It's been hot here in uh, in San Diego, and it was 105 up in uh, up in Utah. So it's been really hot. Yeah, but all in all, it's been a great summer and. learning to make friends with my trial, multiple myeloma. <laughs> no, it's good. That's great advice. Well, awesome. Well, we got anything else to talk about? You know, I don't think so. Uh, Frankie's uh, staring at us, wondering <laughs> when we're going to go out to the yard and throw the ball. So All right. maybe we better get going. Well, uh, thanks for everybody for joining us. Uh, if you know who said that quote, if you know the actual attribution to it, please leave it in the comments or any other questions that you might have for me or craig and thanks so much we'll see you next time all right thanks